You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. Warning. The views expressed come from men who've spent half their lives in grease-stained overalls, inhaling hazardous fluids. Before taking any advice, consider the source. This program will contain humor of a questionable nature. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far. He'll change your oil or fix your flat. And he'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al. Hit expression on your face when you do that. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, hello, everybody. It's another session of Dave's Corner Garage, and today we have some special guests. Darren Boston is with us from Salem Tire, back from the east, I guess. Is. Morning. Yeah, back from the east. Uh, Jeff Coy is going to join us from the country. It's actually the country cruise in in London, Ontario. That would be the west. Well, yeah. <laughs> West. <laughs> well, he was from the east. He's, I was he's the from east. the east, and this is from the west. I did come from the rock, by everybody. No, no. Much further. Much further. <laughs> Keep going. You At this any, time of year, you got uh, any streets with you there, boy? <laughs> over the big, over the big water. There's not supposed to be any conversation during this time. Uh, you left lost control already, haven't you, Danny boy? Eyes to buy that builds the boat. One get, minute in. Get to the point there, by Country Cruise Inn is presented by Steve Plunkett. You know, he's the guy with that big Cadillac collection uh-huh. in uh, London, Ontario. Yep. Yep. And uh, Jeff Coy is out there uh, pushing the product. Well, because. Uh, and he's uh, going to be our representative, as usual, at this show. No expenses are bared. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you've got questions you want to ask, we've got some experts here, years of experience, but not of knowledge. Uh, call in. Remember the numbers on the break, and we'll take your calls today. And we're going to start today's show with talking to Darren about a new car show. Yes. A new car show? Yeah, he's got one. I hope it's not going to come against us. You know? It's uh, no, not not that. Kind oh, it's of not show. that kind of show. No, it's no. not an air conditioner. Air conditioner. No, no. It's an air conditioner. <laughs> More details after these messages. This is uh, Alan from Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. <laughs> Alrighty, welcome back. And uh, you know we were just joking about the air conditioner, air conditioner, but uh, we have a call for an air conditioner. We do. <laughs> we're gonna, right from the top. We're going to talk to Diana and Etobicoke. <laughs> We're hoping that she's going to need her air conditioner. What's going on, Diana? Well, my air conditioning is taking a breather. (laughs) (laughs) So the fan blows, but it's not cold is what you're saying. Yep, absolutely. Have you taken it in, get any kind of diagnostic or estimate? No, I'm I'm waiting for your advice. Okay, well, you've got to take it in and have it checked. You know, in the old days, you could just top it up, but it's not allowed anymore. So no. you've got to take it in a garage. Somebody who specializes in air conditioning, obviously, they're going to have to see why it's not working. There's a good chance it's because the refrigerant is low. And by law, they've got to test it and see how bad the leak is. If it's a leak they can't find within a certain period of time, they are able to fill it up again. That would be your cheapest fix. 
And uh, otherwise, if they do find a leak, then it gets crazy because um, you could be looking at a condenser, an evaporator, lines. Uh, yeah, you just did my Jeep. Well, it could I'll, be 1000 or 2000 tires, but I can't go without air conditioning. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, this all came about from the Kyoto uh, Accord, mm. where we had to be responsible for every ounce of air conditioning gas that we were supplying. So all of us got what's called an ODP certificate, and uh, cars would come in, and we would audit the air conditioning, what was left in. We had to suck out and save, and then we put the new stuff in, which is R134A. I don't know. Do we still use that? Or we use that one two three four. Uh, no, we use uh, R134. <laughs> R134, which is still reasonable at cost. The new new stuff that they use, like in the Cadillacs and stuff, is like thousands of dollars. Yeah. Oh. So, so, like I say, take it into someone who specializes it, have them give you an estimate, and go from there. Okay. Good luck. Who yeah. do I go? Oh. Who do you go to? Well, again, you could go to uh, any most of the big stores, most of the big service facilities. Yeah. Do 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 air conditioning. Yeah, and then, what they'll do is that. they'll pressurize the system, and they'll most find important out is go to someone you have been using and someone you can trust. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Because, right. like they say, you look for a bargain, uh, you're going to pay more money. Yeah. Always. And even ours. Remember, we had to top yours up, and it ended up that uh, we had to put a new condenser in the Jeep. Okay. Darren. Sounds expensive. Back to our schedule here. We've got... Darren, uh, you've got a car show coming up at 211 Hunter Valley in Woodbridge. That's actually your your headquarters. That's our uh, head office, yes. How many square feet is that place? Uh, around 400,000. Unbelievable. I love it. You go in there and you smell new rubber. How yes. many round tires can you fit into a square space? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, you got like 200,000, 250,000. Uh, Tire-wise? Yeah. Oh, unit-wise? I know the value of it. I don't know, really know uh, unit-wise because yeah. we've got, uh, obviously, passenger tires right up to mining tires. So Wow. Um, yeah, but believe me, there's a lot of tires. So, you, go ahead. Uh, you just came back from a trip. You were at, at the head office at Salem? I was, yeah. Well, I didn't, uh, did a visit to Salem as well, but uh, visited various factories over in China. I was there for 10 days, six cities. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. It wasn't too hot, thank God. Uh, we got in before the, the big heat wave, but yeah, because uh, it can be, get pretty toasty there at times. So tell us about this car show. This is Fast and Furious, guys, or this is just Yeah, somewhat stuff? Fast and Furious type thing. Mostly are modified cars. Guys enter their cars as yeah. a competition. There, there'll be awards given out by... Uh, various brand of car. They also have a, um, an audio section where, you know, for stereos, et cetera. Uh, they'll have a, D, live, you know, a live DJ. Uh, there'll be food there. It's all for charity for uh, Sick Kids Hospital. Very nice. Um, so, yeah, that's on the 25th of June. Uh, anybody's welcome to come. Free admission. Free admission at the 25th of June. Uh, Hunter Valley is, uh, what, Woodbridge? But Woodbridge you, area. How, whereabouts? How do you get there? Uh, Langstaff and Highway 50 area. Okay. So just... The end of 427 north there, yeah. um, and then just weave through. It's not far from there. Very good. We'll talk about it again because it's a nice event, and uh, if the yep. sun is shining, I'll come out. Yes, please. You're more than welcome. All you guys are more than welcome. <laughs> Bring your cars. All right. Now, is there going to be opportunity for guys to peel off their tires there? Um, yeah, we're, we're asking people not to do that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's probably not a good idea. I mean, you yeah, uh, having like the biggest burnout competition? No, 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 no burnouts. But there is an exhaust competition, so they will be... Uh, We'll be making some noise for sure, but stationary. Exhaust. How does that work, exhaust competition? I think... Uh, Pull not, my finger, we'll tell you. No, not that I've... <laughs> See, I was trying... The audience was trying to be nice and discreet, and you blow it. <laughs> well, not that I've uh, I've never... Uh, of course been, not. ...been to one of these types of shows, but uh, I'm assuming it'll be either decibels, uh, you know, as far as uh, loudness or uh, the sound itself. Somebody might judge uh, what sounds better than, say, another... Because it's not all, all about loudness, right? So when we set this up, I mean, there's nobody living around you. It's all industrial. Yes. Yeah. 
do the police bother you, or they never show up, or they? Um, I I can't imagine they're going to bother us. It's uh, you're not like, disturbing anybody. No, no. It's uh, there'll be like I said, there'll be music there, but there's you know, the houses are a kilometer away. The yeah, exactly. Houses, right. So there should be no issue with regards to that. Yeah, because no, and any of the activities will be on your own property to begin with. Exactly. It's not going to be Private. on the street. Right. No. Right. Right. No. Right. Because I remember when we were doing track uh, days at Cayuga, yep. and the guys are out there racing the cars and everything, and the police are waiting at the front gate doing a mission test. Yes. And that wasn't really good for public relations. <laughs> no, no. It kind of keeps people away from the track, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Exactly. And that's what you want them to do. You want them to go to the track, so why hassle them, right? I know. Like, so, interesting stuff. better things to do for them. So, you are an author. I didn't know that. I was looking through Tire author. News. Ooh. Retired news, and you were it. in there. He's got his own agent. <laughs> Got to go through an agent now. That's pushing it. So we were talking uh, in the article. You were talking about the fact that Chinese manufacturers are not really heavy into high performance tires. Right. Yeah. But not for the reason one, one might think. It's not because of uh, you know lack of technology or, or or the ability to actually make tires. And I'm not talking all manufacturers. There are definitely some more sophisticated ones that are are doing it. Uh, it's primarily because of scale. Um, as you know, UHP or ultra-high-performance tires uh, is a very small segment of the market, somewhat yeah. of a niche. There's not large units. Um, in some cases, China's about scale and, and uh, you know, So production. the market's not even interested in that, that type of market? Yeah, some are, yeah, because at the end of the day, you're, you're trying to sell a program to, you know, my customers, which would be the, the dealers. Yeah. Um, they want a full program. Right, um, A to Z. Um, they don't want uh, you know certain part or certain sizes, certain uh, model types or segments missing because then they've got to source that elsewhere. They want the full package. So, um, not all Chinese manufacturers are, are, are there yet as far as um, producing those smaller. Uh, now, a lot of them produce it other brand names, but they're actually produced in China. Absolutely, you know, yeah. like private the, brand or or brands for you know Goodyear or yes, Bridgestone exactly. Michelin. That goes on right, all so the time. They build it for them with their brand name on exactly. Like the World system. Series of Tires. Yeah, it's absolutely yes. amazing, you know, like all this interaction between these companies. It's global. And, global. The, and the plantations, too. That's kind of cool to talk about. Yeah, let's talk about that when we come back. Let's do that. All right. okay. We got phone calls, Volkswagen scandal info, and no. uh, oh, is that growing? That's uh, now Audi getting, and Mercedes is getting in there and GM. And, and everybody just says, wasn't me. <laughs> Hopefully not BMW. Wasn't me. We'll talk about that yeah. and some other calls. We have one line open if you want to call in, and uh, we'll take a quick break and uh, listen for the number on the There you go. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Having fun here on us. Well, I'd like to say Saturday morning, but I'm not supposed to do that, right? Doesn't matter. We're here all the time. <laughs> we'll be right back. Shout out to the Hot Rod in Richmond Hill and the van down by the Don River. You can post your question or comment anytime at davescornergarage.com. To speak with Dave and Alan on Zoomer Radio, call 416-360-0740 or toll-free at 1-866-740-4740. Hi there. Oh, hello. You uh, interested in one of our cars? Yes, this one. Listen, what's the actual price? Sorry? Well, I saw the advertised price, but you know, there's always a bunch of hidden fees in Not there. here. Oh, no? Not at any dealer. Right. Nothing? Nope. Of course there is the... Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, here it comes. The, the complimentary ice scraper. Complimentary ice scraper. And this is for... Scraping ice. Okay. Ontario made all-in-price advertising the law. No more hidden fees. A consumer protection message from OMVIC, Ontario's vehicle sales regulator. Owning antique and custom automobiles is more than a hobby. It's your passion. <laughs> Lant Insurance Brokers has been protecting your passion since 1978 with comprehensive coverage of classic vehicles, custom cars, street rods, and collector trucks, meaning you can hit the road in confidence knowing you're covered by the specialists. 
Lant Insurance Brokers, protecting your passion since 1978. Now also offering home and auto insurance. Get your quote now at lantinsurance.ca. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage, brought to you in part by Salen Tires. Value and performance you can trust. Test drive their 30-day risk-free warranty. Go to salentires.ca. It's Dave's Corner Garage, coming to you loud and somewhat clear. In that corner is Dave Redinger, and this <laughs> and one Alan is Alan Gellman. Gellman. And Thank Darren Boston's here from Salem Tire. And our audience today will be Steve Scheinman. Yay. <laughs> That'll be Live studio audience. Now, we got an email from the audience, and mm-hmm. it was an article written in uh, The Globe, I think it is. And they're talking about, will putting off an oil change hurt my car? And guess what? Mariana has got the same question. All right, Marina in Guelph, what's up? Hi, yes. Um, I have a 2008 Yaris, and I take it into the garage on a regular basis for an oil change. And several people have told me that uh, it is not necessary to change your oil every three months or 5,000 kilometers. Mm -hmm. Now, I never get the 5,000 kilometers, so I pretty much take it in every three months. Mm -hmm. And I'm told that... uh, you don't need to change your oil more than once or twice a year. So who's right? Well, first of all, you know, when your car was designed, it was was designed to be serviced more regularly. I mean, the newer cars use synthetic oil, for example, where yours was traditional. Um, But are you the type of person that actually opens the hood and checks things on your car? Okay, well, you see, and that's part and parcel of this whole thing. She's honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's what I expected. <laughs> I thought all cars came with oil. <laughs> no, no, so my, my whole point is that there are, there are fluid levels, there are air pressures, there are things that need to be checked that people totally ignore. And if you ignore them for a longer period of time, that's when you can get in yourself into trouble. So it's not just the fact of, you know, getting the oil changed. It's getting the vehicle serviced or having it, things checked, okay? Like Darren will probably agree with me. You know, people don't check their tire pressures. Nope. And that leads to dangerous driving on the highways. It leads to blowouts. It leads to tires wearing unevenly, wearing worse prematurely. Exactly, yep. worse fuel mileage. And so this is why it's important to get your car serviced. Um, could you extend it? I would say yes, probably. Mm-hmm. If you're not meeting the mileage intervals, then most likely twice a year would do it. But as I say, um, you know, these things still have to be checked. You still have to check your tire pressure. In fact, if most people don't read the owner's manual, but it does say in there, weekly, you should check your tire pressure. Correct. And, and people don't do that. Um, no. I'm, I had a van in. I, I had a... Uh, uh, Equinox, Chevy Equinox, which looked great. Unfortunately, the oil had not been checked. You know, forget about change. It hadn't been checked. And the motor blew up, and now it's off to the wrecker. Ooh. And, and, it's, and it's sad because... Uh, My late son was actually an auto mechanic, so yes. I never had to worry about ah. And he always said, you got to keep the oil clean because that is the heart of yep. your car. Exactly, <laughs> but you have to keep it full. That's the other part. Yeah. Mary, the, the oil does a couple of jobs. One, it does lubricate. Two, it cools the engine. So if you're missing a liter of oil in a four-liter uh, slump, you end up not being able to cool the engine properly. Right. And the third thing is oil cleans the engine. Right. So it does those three jobs to do. And the, the other part of that is you've got four liters of oil in the stump of that car, and you're throwing it around there at gallons per minute. So it really does work very, very hard. Uh, I would change to a synthetic oil, and I would move it up to maybe twice a year. 
Yeah, well, I'm lucky. I have a very good mechanic that I can trust. Okay. And and he goes over my car, and he does, you know, preventive Yes, exactly. But at the same time, Marita, I don't think he'll mind if you drop by once a month just to check the tire pressures and make sure your levels are full. Yeah. You know, yeah. because you are a regular customer, I'm sure he wants to take care of you. All righty, that's what you got to do. I appreciate that because, uh, you know, you hear all these conflicting reports and people saying, are you crazy? You yep. know, and I don't think I Marita, am. the most important thing is you have to look at where that information is coming from, okay? You got to understand, fixing your car, nobody ever budgets for it, and it's a garage purchase. It's like having gone to the dentist and he tells you you need a crown. So the reality is they're unhappy as soon as they walk in the front door because they're spending money. So... Get into a cycle. If you if you if you have a good relationship with this guy, continue the relationship. And like I say, you can do it probably once. You know, uh, I I was at the hairdresser and someone told me you have no hair. <laughs> For some preventative no. maintenance. No. <laughs> Get your windows done too, like that. My point is, you know, no point. I, I, I was at the Timmy's and there's a guy there and he's talking about cars like he knows. Okay, he yes. don't know nothing. He knows donuts. Okay. All right, this is Dan's Corner Garage. We may be talking about. Donuts after the break. Uh, um, how can we change your uh, tone? Are we I'm buying a donut. What are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from New York. <laughs> we'll be right back with uh, the yeah, host but... of characters here on Dave's Corner Garage. Well, it's Dave's Corner Garage. The garage door is wide open, I and we're it. talking tires. It's right up there. We have one audience member with us today who can't keep his... Uh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Watch your Walmart mouth there, boy. <laughs> uh, Darren, I got two questions for you. One is sure. new type of tire. that they, People were complaining that high-performance tires on luxury cars are noisy. And they do. They are noisy. They hear them sort of noise, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> How do you spell it? <laughs> Don't ask me. C-H-O-O-O-O. <laughs> It's like a Listerine break there. Yeah. All right, so the noise is inside the car or outside the car? That's my question. Both. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's usually the complaint of the, the driver. Right. right? Um, high performance tires. Noise comes from various things, compounding, uh, tread design, et cetera. And uh, when you work up into uh, high performance or ultra high performance tires with the low profile, um, the way the tread's designed, the compounding, it typically is more of a, a, a louder noise. So they have a new technology for Audis, apparently, going to try it first. Uh, yeah, they, um, it's basically like a foam insert that yes. goes, uh, that's actually built into the tire. It's not something you add after, um, which absorbs some of the uh, noise within the cavity where the, where the uh, air, air sits or is. is you trapped. know what I find amazing? First off, they look nice, but they ride terrible in the yes. city, for instance, because we've got a lot of potholes, a lot yes. of cracks in the road, and it's really a jarring ride. It's not a smooth ride. Well, as you know, the roads are deteriorating here. Like yeah. they're they're not keeping up with the um, you know the the maintenance of, and uh, you it's it's everywhere now. So. Um, and I can understand it. It's, it's a difficult uh, process to keep up on it. But uh, when you get into these, uh, we call them accidental high-performance cars. You know, you 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 get these uh, you know less expensive uh, you know Fiestas and smaller vehicles, yes. and they have low-profile tires on them. Yeah, right? and it seems to be the way to go. It looks better, uh, handles better, but then you've got the downside of. Uh, you know, typically less mileage um, and a little rougher of a ride. So, how much how much damage do you see, like tire and wheel combinations, like if they hit a pothole? I mean, there's nothing. There's no give anywhere. There isn't. I did mine in uh, this year. Both uh, I did two rims in just by hitting one pothole. Wow! So that's that's dear. Boom! Yeah, gone. Tires were still intact, but the rims were were, were bent. But uh, now the tires are intact, but they have a memory. Yes. 
Yeah, the, so, the rim has no memory. So they'll, fa- yeah, but they'll fail. They'll fail later if, if they've been hit that hard. They they could, yeah. They're they're off now. The the rims and tires are off my vehicle. They were my uh, luckily they were my winter tires. It was just towards the tail end of, of winter this year on the four twenty seven. At what age do these tires lose their memory? Well, the rubber always. Sixty five, seventy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when the dementia sets in. Really. <laughs> I don't remember hitting the bottle. No, what happens is they get an egg on the side because you've cut the cord somehow or you've damaged. Yeah, the you bruised it garbage. or caught. Like, yeah. I, I actually had no damage to the. You know, there might have been a slight bruise that was uh, not negligible at that point. So obviously, I pulled the tires off uh, to be safe. But the rim was uh, was was done. So and yeah. and my, the, the car was going in, of course, uh, for a trade in a week later. I did too last Monday. What the same thing? RFTs, run flat tires. Oh, on a Lexus, okay. lady. <laughs> although we didn't realize because it was a run flat, you know, it looks okay. Yeah, you can't tell. Yeah, a so actually, flat. she had taken out two. So uh, that was seven hundred dollars. Two yes, tires. We have a question it. from the audience, and that was without an alignment <laughs> or wheels. Yeah. Okay, yeah. get yeah. your wallet. Yeah. The audience tires. has a question. Yeah, so. Go ahead, uh, fell in the blue shirt there. <laughs> Get a haircut, would you? <laughs> Do your windows. Okay, so listen, you're talking about low-profile tires. If you move to those kind of tires, do you have to change your the pressure in your tires more in the summertime when they get that hot? Not necessarily. It depends how far. Like Typically, you don't want to change uh, the outside diameter if you're going to a different size by more than 2%. So the pressure should still remain the same based on um, what the what the vehicle's uh, manual or on the uh, on the pillar uh, tells you as far as the pressure. You want to you want to stick with that. And if you're going on the highway, does that change at all? Should nope. you be no, no, nope. okay. should be fine. Now you see, I had to buy four brand new tires for my wife's car. Uh, the, Darren didn't have that type of tire because it's one of those special unique, special sizes. Yeah. But the only reason I had to buy those tires is because my wife wore the edges off them. Gone. <laughs> oh, the <Parking>. sidewalls. <laughs> I told yeah. you, bring she them in. We'll build them braille. up with rubber on the sidewalls. You know, I got to explain that to my kids and my mother-in-law specifically. You know, bless her soul. She she would always wear the sidewalls out. Yeah. Not, yes. I said, here's a tire. You see this part here, and I was pointing to the tread. That's the part that's supposed to be wearing and rubbing, okay? Not the side of the tire. Didn't they have those wires that came out of the side of the car? They tickle the curb, make a exactly. noise? Exactly. Yeah. What happens yeah. to that? They used to call them curb feelers. What happened Gone. to that? Gone. Yeah, yeah. They're out of style. Let's bring it back. The rubber industry got rid of them, I think. <laughs> that, Let's see if Robbie tire, Lane is walking it's around the studio. I'd like to see the industry come back with white wall tires yeah. again. <laughs> well, there you go. Perfect yeah. example. They are of, coming back. If you rub the side of them, you wreck those tires. Yeah. 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 Get some paint out. That's all. We were going to talk about okay. quickly about rubber. You guys actually have plantations, the factories that that, that produce this stuff. Some do, yes. They have their yeah. own plantations. Yeah. And you were saying that rubber prices went up, but in in reality they've gone down. Well, they went up. Uh, you know, halfway through last year, right up until the beginning of this year, they were on a on a tear. Natural rubber, anyways. Yeah. Uh, which actually. Uh, Caused some inflation in the market, but now that's actually curtailed, and there's a bit of deflation now. So, is there a glut of tires on the market? Uh, not currently. No. Uh, typically, there is, especially in uh, specific segments. But um, truck, basically passengers, there's always a glutton of of, of tires. Mm-hmm. But because of the duties in the states uh, now on passenger tires, there's obviously uh, more supply out there. Um, but then on the truck side, they've retracted the the duties, oh. so that reopened up the the U.S. for for these Chinese manufacturers. Now you're actually we're just starting the the summer, yes. But you're already t- talking about the winter tires already. He's probably yeah. We've done our winter booking uh, within the last month, two months. Is That's that done. right? Yeah. So then within 
four or five months from now, we'll do our spring booking for, for next So next now summer. we had a, a really mild winter. I mean, it wasn't yes. as bad as usual, and we didn't have a lot of snow. No. So does that affect the way that you order your tires for the next season? It definitely affects uh, the way we order based on it affects our dealers because uh, obviously if you have – um, leftover inventory, they you know they don't need to reorder that uh, specific size model, etc. Um, but uh, considering the weather we had, we had some early snow. Yeah. Uh, if you recall, that's usually what uh, spurs it on. We had a very good sellout uh, over uh, this last winter, and so did the dealers. Well, don't forget. I mean, you know, when people are talking about winter tires, they're thinking about it in you know October, November. Yep. You don't know what the weather this no. you know what the weather no. system is going to bring. No. Um, and certainly, if you own the tires, you put them on. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely as it happens. And, you know, at the end of the winter, if you're not a sporting kind of <laughs> ski person, you're going, I like that winter. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But and you should have them anyways, as we all we all talk about. It's it's the temperature that uh, affects the performance of the tire, not just the, the snow or the precipitation. So it's it's important to have snow tires. Uh, anybody that uh, runs them or has tr- uh, tried them typically won't uh, not use them after. We don't call them snow tires. What do they call them? Winter Winters. tires. Winter tires. Winters. Got to get it in my head. Yeah. I just Winter did it tires. myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You're a professional. Uh, yeah, I, no, I can't <laughs> or shouldn't. <laughs> okay, we come back. We're going to go to the phones, and we've got a question about the diesel scandal with Volkswagens, Ooh. and we have a lot of information Scary about stuff. that. So we'll be right back. Listen for the phone number, and you can call us, and we'll answer your questions. Diesel fitter. Diesel fitter? Diesel fitter. Diesel fitter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Dave's size Gr- are they? Diesel <laughs> fitter. <laughs> diesel fitter. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Don't you dare. It's a good thing you're not listening to us during the breaks. (laughs) It's a family show, they say. They don't call it blue collar for nothing. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to the phones. Uh, We're going to talk. We've got Tony Tony. in Cambridge has got a Volkswagen, I'm guessing. Tony? Yes. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Great. You should have told us you're on a cell phone. We would have taken you sooner. We apologize. Oh, Oh, that's okay. I'm stopped now. I'm at my location. I have a 2013 Passat TDI. Right. And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting to hear what they're going to be doing. I thought they had ratified a decision, but I haven't heard anything at all. Did you know anything about what's happening? Did you buy the car new or used? Brand new. Oh, have you been back in touch with Volkswagen Canada or the dealer itself? Um, Yeah, they keep telling me they haven't heard. Well, that's funny because my cousin has has a Volkswagen uh, TDI, and they've already made him uh, an offer and, and told him to bring the car back in. So really? yeah, 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 yeah. So they they they're making settlements. Yeah, you you have the option of uh, taking a cash settlement and keeping the car, or you have an option of handing the car back. Okay. All right, and they'll buy the car from you. They actually own almost half a million of those vehicles, and they've got them parked all over all over the country. Well, apparently, some can be modified so that they're you know not stinky anymore. Yeah. Uh, the older ones cannot be, so they've got to buy those back. Yeah, they may reprogram your computer, but what they found now is that when they are reprogrammed, they give less gas mileage. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. 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 So but your I, gas mileage, may, or sorry, your diesel mileage may drop. But again, if you're not getting uh, any response from your dealer, call call head office. Yeah. That, yeah, because they are making deals. Okay, we'll do. All right, good All luck. Right, you're welcome. Thank you. You're by the way, welcome. they're going after General Motors for trucks now, yeah. saying their emissions are not uh, done properly. I just read yesterday they're going after Porsche. Uh, they're going after um, anybody that makes a diesel. That's Jeez. the reality. And maybe the reality is you can't get a diesel to run clean. That might be the maybe case, Maybe that's yeah. it. It's, it's the end of diesel. Seems to be. 
right? Well, you know, but they've been doing it. They've got the blue fluid, you know, Mercedes, and, and uh, certainly the big trucks have been using this urea. Yeah. And, um, you know, when they add that to the to the system, it enables to clean it and up. I think that that might just screw up your costs of mile, per mile, you know, like you got to buy this extra bottle of stuff and, uh, and you're buying it. It can get fuel. pretty expensive. I know Mercedes yeah. charges an arm and leg for the Yeah, area. and you only get it at the dealership. You don't have right? to. No, no, no. <clears throat> no, you don't have to only buy it at the dealership. Yeah, you can buy it elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, <laughs> by the way, well, we get the next call, which is just coming in now. The worst streets in Canada was is a program done by the CAA. Well, it depends on your perspective. You see, if you sell tires for a living, they're great streets. Oh, they're, they're great. They're, they're our favorite. <laughs> exactly. We highly so, suggest everybody drive on them. Obviously, they haven't been in my neighborhood because there's been so much construction going on that those heavy trucks have just destroyed the destroyed roads. Destroyed it, yeah. yeah. So the worst street in Canada, according to this survey, is Burlington Street in Hamilton. Yep. So if you live on Burlington Street, congratulations. Ask you, wee wee. <laughs> Is there Hamilton Street in Burlington, though? That's yeah. the question. Number two, Bad Street, Dufferin Street, in Toronto. Which part? Uh, I don't know. You know it's Duff- Dufferin and Steeles. Is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Also, it's the worst intersection going. You ever try and get through that area? Yeah, yeah, I have to visit every, my, every, my daughter. People every can't day. See, they can't see over the steering wheel. Uh-oh. I do that every day. You can't see over the steering wheel? Uh, no, I drive at Finch and Dufferin, which is just around the corner from Glen Allen Motors, by the, the way. The worst roads... <laughs> is that a blue-collar spot or what? <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Mix. Worst roads... I have ring around the collar. <laughs> <laughs> we meant to tell you about something like that. Worst roads by region are central region is Duckworth, which is Barrie. Eastern is County Road 49, Prince Edward County. Ooh. And Halton, Peel, York, Durham, Highway 7 at Markham. Those are the worst roads Whoa. in the area. So the bottom line is, I think all the roads are crap. They are. Those are just the worst. <laughs> Those are the worst of the worst. And well, the other thing about this lady was talking about uh, um, Volkswagen. Well, you know, it's coming through that the U.S. is going to hamper Volkswagen's imports by pondering trade barriers to German cars. So Yikes. we're probably well, going to see German Trump cars. Thing. He just yeah. doesn't like imports. Well, he, does, he wants everything built in the United States. What well, does he drive? I don't think he drives anything. True. <laughs> you know, and you know, Helicopter it's funny thing. Somebody asks him, "How much money do you have in your pocket?" And he says, "I don't have any money yeah, in my pocket." I've heard that. And none of yeah. his wives have been natural-born Americans either. By the way, you know? I know. He oh. But he hasn't paid. He has oh, Marla! He pays can, can, you blame him? can you blame him? <laughs> no, can he drives a Kathy love, Griffin car. Love, love, yeah, love. I don't know what that's all about, but I'll figure it out next. There's time. no head gasket <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave Scorn in Garage. We're going to talk to Peter. Points. All right, I gotta go. Where are you going? This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. As is our company policy, no expenses are bared, and we're going to head out to London, Ontario. And Jeff Coy is there from Lant Insurance. Jeff's got a booth, and he's he actually insures these high-end cars. Jeff, how are you? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Great. So what's the name of the event? The Fleetwood Country Cruise-In. It's an annual it's- event, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, this is the 12th uh, annual event, and uh, Land Insurance Brokers have been a sponsor right from day one. Wow. So what's special? What's going on? I heard they have the Dukes of Hazard cast in. Yeah, they've got um, two of the deputies, uh, Enos and Cletus. Yes. Sheriff Little and Cooter, the mechanic. Cooter. It used to be Gomer Pyle, but the, he... Yeah. <laughs> I remember Gomer. Yeah, and they've also got the uh, the builder... And mechanic from the show. Is that right? Uh, worked, worked on all the cars, yeah. I heard that they wrote off so many General Lees that there were none in Georgia or Virginia. So they had yeah. to go further out to get more of these cars to crash them. So what are you guys oh, yeah. doing there? So we're just uh, 
we're like I said, we're sponsoring. We're actually the sponsor of the uh, Dukes of Hazard. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got a booth set up here, and we're just talking to people about uh, classic cars and how we can uh, protect them. Well, exactly. I mean, classic car is a, a special segment, and, and which is what you guys sell, is special insurance for these people, correct? Exactly. Yep. Very specialized. And uh, we've been doing it now for 39 and a half years. Wow. And uh, so it's, uh, we like to uh, consider ourselves the experts in the, in the classic car insurance field. So we're celebrating 50 years of Camaro. Cougars and Firebirds, right, right. So that's yep, that's the theme a... of the show. But he isn't um, Steve's famous for having a Cadillac collection. He is, yes, yes. Most of his cars are uh, are anything from uh, you know, nineteen twenty Cadillac to uh, nineteen seventy five. Wow. And these pieces, these parts are. I was going to say the parts for these cars are irreplaceable. So if you have a banged it up or something, it's an issue. It can be, yes, yeah, but. Uh, with a, you know, if you, if you have a insured with the with land insurance and uh, you have a claim, we have a specialized claims department that uh, lets you take your car to the shop that you want, and uh, we have uh, damage appraisers that will source parts, you know, all over the U.S. That's where most of the parts come from, mm-hmm. and there are companies out there that will just manufacture old stock parts. Yeah, like, like for the Camaro, for instance, you can buy all the panels, you can buy you can buy a whole car shell. You can shell. assemble one of these cars yeah. just by parts from the shelf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, especially, yeah. again, you know, being in in, uh, in southern Ontario, or most of Canada, certainly wherever they use salt and don't get their cars yeah. crown sprayed, um, yeah, it's rust. They rust out, and there's nothing left. I mean. So, uh, question, is there a limit on, on, on the policy? Like, if, if I bang up my Camaro, and I it's, it's like extremely heavy money to repair it, what happens? Would you write the car off and pay them out at agreed value? Yes. Yeah, we, we, uh, we call it a guaranteed value. Okay. So it, it, it's, it's a value that we agree on between uh, the brokers at land insurance and, uh, and the customer. And it's based on the current market value. We have uh, uh, resources to uh, tap into what uh, the recent auctions across North America, you know, what these cars are going for, private sales, et cetera, to gauge the market value. And uh, we just have a conversation with you and... We agree on a value, and where you go, and then yes, if uh, you know there's a claim, and uh, the car's uh, damaged beyond repair, or, uh, we'll just pay out the, the guaranteed value. Now, is that something you do when you write the policy and you review every year, or is this something that you just do at the, uh, when you have an incident? No, we do it before we, when we write the policy. Right. We agree on that before we uh, set up the coverage, and then we uh, we review it every two to three years mm-hmm. with the clients uh, just to, and always talking about, about values because there's changing and especially with the Canadian dollar. In yeah. Bank, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It really affects the values. Uh, do you, do you find that there's less cars around because they are going to the States? No, no, we haven't seen a, a you know, a big exodus to the States. Um, just not a lot of action up here from the, you know, people buying in the States. So, they're going to the auctions down there. They're going yeah. to the Barrett Jacksons and the, the Meckhams and things, but uh, not a lot of buying going on with the, you know, 35% uh, difference. Difference. It uh, just doesn't make worth it. The exactly. question, too, about the insurance business. Um, is there any limitation to how much you can drive your car or when or how? Well, great question. Uh, the way the policy is set up, it's a unique uh, policy that uh, it's, we're just not insuring your car if you're going to be using it as a daily driver. Mm-hmm. So we want you to drive it. We want you to enjoy it, but... It's not your commuter that you're driving to and from work every day. It's the car that you're taking out maybe after work or, you know, uh, out to see friends, get an ice cream, stop, you know, do a bit of shopping at Canadian Tire or the auto parts store. 
That's all fine. Now, so Jeff, one uh, question for you. Yep. Uh, speaking of old cougars, apparently Linda Vaughn is there. <laughs> <laughs> Below the belt. Have you seen yeah, her? I, I haven't seen her yet. Um, Good answer, little, Jeff. Yeah. 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 No. No. Uh, no we the uh, they had a little cocktail party here last night. Had all the stars, and I didn't see her. So maybe uh, I'll have to have to look around for her. You know, but, back uh, in the seventies, people don't know, but she was Miss Her Shifter. Yes. Right. Yes, so, and yeah, she's no, been hanging in that. They got some photos of her when back you, you in the keep, day, and uh, yeah. yeah, she was uh, one of the one of the most popular poster girls. That's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Check out the headlights <laughs> on that one. Well, you got a classic. You just keep it in good shape, rub it down every so often, and wax it up. Oh, <laughs> exactly. There you go. All right. Well, enjoy the show. <laughs> Have yourself awesome. a great weekend. Hopefully, the weather <laughs> will hold guys. out for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you so much. Enjoy the day. Okay, take care, guys. So, Bye-bye. do you have a? Have you got a poster of this Linda Vaughn, Dave? You want to talk about this? Uh, or what? I, I think my wife threw all that stuff out. Uh, yeah, play the old. Where are you hiding it now? The dog ate <laughs> it. It's, the beside, dog it's beside the Heather Locklear <laughs> one. And, uh, you know, there's a commercial Cheryl where the guy's got a, a, a yeah. classic. Bag. Okay, I'll tell you later. <laughs> all right, you'll be rubbing that out just after the break. <laughs> just a second. <laughs> all right, we got Peter on the call, and who else? And Pauline, Goodness Peter, and Pauline, gracious. both waiting for. Uh, Foam. Foam. They got foam on their tires. We're going to help them (laughs) right after this break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. (laughs) That was nice to have Jeff Coy with us. And um, Lant Insurance is at lantinsurance.ca if you want to get some information. And Steve Plunkett is of the event. It's called Cruising In. It's in London, Ontario. Okay, let's go to the phones. All right, we're going to go back. We're going to go to Pauline first in Mississauga, who's got a testimonial, apparently. Praise the Lord. What can you say, Pauline? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, this was the first year I ever had snow tires. I swear by them, I'll never go another winter without snow tires. You have better control and you also um, have, you're more confident. Yep, that's yes. true. I loved it. Awesome. That's great. You know what's better than snow tires? What? A Jeep. <laughs> With snow tires. With snow tires. <laughs> what kind of car do you have, Pauline? I have a Nissan Sentra, but I bought Michelin tires. Uh-huh. Okay. And you put the winters on, and you saw, I, and you saw like exactly, exactly. We tell people that all the time. I like the guys who say, if you know how to drive, you know you don't really need them. They're full of baloney. Yeah. That's true. All right. Thanks for calling, Did Pauline. You? Have a great one. Thanks so much, Thank love. You too. Okay. And we have a Mercury Sable. Is, how many are left? Speaking of... Do you, uh, do you know, I had to do a Mercury Sable for RoboCop. Oh, really? Yeah. They wanted it to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter, how you doing? Not too bad. What's wrong with yours? I got a 1999 Mercury Sable. Yeah. And last summer, I started having problems you know, on hot days. If I would stop at the traffic light, it would stall, and it would not start anymore. Not until I let the engine get completely cool again, and then it would start. Yep. Happened three times last summer. Winter is absolutely fine. Never had a problem. Then I had it again last week. It's your CPS. CPS. Crankshaft position sensor. That's C- a common problem that, that they overheat and you don't get a signal to the, to the, the computer that the thing is firing. What you're going to have to do is get, the, get a, a diagnostic tool on there, and when that, posi- that happens, that it doesn't start, 
there should be no trigger. There's no, there's no signal coming out of the, of the crankshaft position sensor. I think you can use a BFH to check that. Yeah, too. Oh, yeah, can you tell them what a BFH? That's uh, a big b- hammer. Big hammer. <laughs> 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 well, you need a screwdriver, too. You see, what you do is you get the car kind of warm, and then you give the, uh, the position sensor a whack. And yeah. um, if the car stalls or starts to shudder, then you know right away that's what it is. The yeah. big, is a big friendly hammer? Big friendly, big friendly hammer. I see. Okay. Absolutely. And there's quite a, sure. Another Both issue French with that car, uh, just above where the radiator is, there is a bunch of relays up in there, the power relays. Sometimes they overheat and fail, too. You got to remember this car is almost like 18 years old. Yeah. Right, 19 years old. It's getting a little, uh, you know, a little up there time-wise. And uh, those are common issues with those cars. But, All right, Peter. Thanks for calling. Okay, we there lost them there. But uh, you know <coughs> what? Interesting stuff. Uh, the Indianapolis 500 ran a few weeks ago or a week ago, and they brought in Alonzo. Come on, you can Fernando can't. Alonso. Fernando Alonso. He was two-time world champion in F1, mm-hmm. and he did very well. He ran at the top of the field. He led for like 30 laps. Wow. And uh, at the end of the race, the engine blew up just before he uh, finished. At 20 laps, the engine exploded. Oh. It was a Honda engine, but mind you, most of the field was Honda engines. But uh, he was surprised. He won $350,000, and he was awarded Rookie of the Year. So a nice day for him. It was good stuff. Not a bad uh, day. I enjoyed that race. It was good. DNF. Right? And then there was a comment from uh, Lewis Hamilton, who was the F1 current. Um, no, he's not champion. Rosberg's the champion. He was okay. the previous champion. He's the right? champion. So he says that uh, the race was just a fixed race because if a Fernando can come in there and lead the race, then American drivers and the local guys are just not that good. And uh, mm. Tony Kanan goes back and says, yeah, but you're just racing one other guy for a championship. So big <laughs> deal. Yeah. So it's back well, and it forth. does happen a lot, you know, where, where guys from different fields of racing try to go into other ones. I think we're going to see ones. more and more of that. Yeah. More and more. Because there's, it's a tremendous amount of money. The winner of the Indianapolis 500, uh, Sato, I won two million five hundred thousand dollars for winning first place. How much of that oh, goes to an, goes goes to Andretti himself? Uh, I think most of it goes to the government. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fifty of it, anyways. But yeah, fifty of it, anyways. Right. Uh, Ford Focus and Fiesta owners are suing Ford over defective power shift transmissions in the small car, a problem that has plagued the automaker for years. So now they're suing Ford. So if you have a t- twenty twelve to sixteen Focus. Or a 2011 to 16 Fiesta, I would definitely look into this because you might be part of a, a classic uh, car, sh- car um, class, class action. action. Class action, yeah. Not a car Which is show. not the same as a classic <laughs> car <laughs> show. <laughs> no, but the, the teeth fit. You know. uh, what else have I got for you? We should talk about. He's an author now. Darren's an author. Where can we find your article? Oh yeah. Author. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll call you Ernest. Published author. Actually, if you're in a magazine, well, you, you're a published you, you author. You won't find them. Uh, is there, it's a, I write for a trade magazine. So it's called, What's it called? Tire News or Panu Mag uh, yeah. in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's distributed to, to all the tire dealers. Uh, well, it's easy to find. You just go on, the, on, you go on the Google, website. Yep. Google Tire News, Yep. and boom, there it is. And you're on page 15, I think. Yep. Yeah, I do uh, an article every uh, every. Uh, yeah, episode, I write for the, uh, the mechanic side of that, car care, car Canadian car care. He's, yeah. I can't even remember the article. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Jack well. Yeah, Jack. Yeah. He's my ghostwriter. He's your ghostwriter. <laughs> you too? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he always makes me sound so well. He does. He does. <laughs> He's a good guy. I often wonder why you don't speak that way. <laughs> yeah, I know what I get excited. Alan's always rubbing me here and not touching me. And it's oh, <laughs> that what it is. <laughs> oh, sure. And he you likes wish. to sit very close. You <laughs> wish. I'm glad we're at this side of the table. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have a car show coming up. Give, that, give us out that once more. 
June 25th at Hunters uh, 211 Hunters Valley Road yes. in Woodbridge, Ontario. Now, if I want to show a car, can I still come out? Uh, I think uh, from what I hear, all the spots are sold out, so it's a full show right now. But as far as uh, anybody coming up to, to uh, you know to check it out or get something to eat, uh, everybody's welcome. What time's the show? Uh, starts at 9 o'clock and goes till, I think, uh, about 9, 10 o'clock and goes till 5. Oh, a and bratwurst at 9 o'clock with some sauerkraut? There you go. You Perfect. Have, it's all for charity. all day. Yeah. It's all for charity. I always believe that's value, you know? It if is. You, if that you eat something the... and you got heartburn all day, I mean, that's value. Yeah, well, that you remember it. Gas four burnout. hours of that exactly. gas burnout. It's a memory. <laughs> it's a memory. <laughs> so it's called NVUS? NVUS is who we're doing with. Salem sponsored. We're the major sponsor, but yeah. uh, NVUS is the, the group of guys that, uh, that, do, that put on the show. So the acronym is envious. Envious, envious. exactly. Envious. Yes. Which, I like that. Which we and all it, were of Darren's new car. And I saw a Porsche <laughs> the other day, and the license plate was Poorish. Poorish, <laughs> and that's true. <laughs> I like the Buying one that them. said, was his. Buying haste repentantly. <laughs> was his. Was yeah. his. Darren, thanks for joining us. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Darren Bowsons from Salem Tire. Alan again. Always a pleasure, Dave. Thank you. I hope um, I didn't rub you the wrong way today. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> leave it alone. <laughs> Just and leave the it audience, alone. I want to thank our audience today, and especially Sebastian, the producer. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. 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 This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.